A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tools Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to another week. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to If I Didn't Laugh, I'd Cry. How are you all doing? How are you doing? Have a little mental check-in moment. Good. How's your week been? <laughs> Have you had a good week? How's work been? How's uni been? How's school been? You know what I mean? How's that all going? I've been good. I am coming on. So PMS, PMS season is upon us. Not happy. Not impressed. What's wrong? I don't know. I do not know. I couldn't tell you. I just know that I went to sleep and I woke up. Nothing was right. You know what I mean? The balance, the mood, everything, shifting, everything. You know, it's not nothing's good anymore, guys. And I honestly can't help this feeling. Oh, I'm recording at my mum's house as well. So if you hear any extracurricular noises, it's because the house is active, the house is buzzing. Um, but it's all good. But yeah, I hope you bear with me this episode. It is going to be a shorter episode because it's just me and I'm not really feeling good about myself, life, anything, just because of PMS, not because there's actual underlying issues in my life that are making me feel this way. If anyone can actually explain to me why I am the way I am, that would be amazing. I did like read up on it. It's called PMDD, where like you just feel extreme levels of pms it's just pms but more extreme i think i've already spoken about it before but my god every single month it's like it's like it's new it's like i forget how i feel i forget how i get extreme fatigue extreme emotions and by extreme emotions not just like crying but i'm just angry i'm just moody you know sometimes i'm just not chatty as well like if you if you cross me then you hear about it but for the most part, I just want to be quiet in my own head, just moody at the world. But yeah, that's how I'm doing. I've been traveling for work a little bit of this week. Long, 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 long. <laughs> Probably why I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Work was fine. Work has been fine. It's just, yeah, I woke up and everything has shifted. Everything's different. So that's how I know the time is near. This is my first warning, you know, for what's coming. 
but hopefully I'll get through this episode. So let's get into it. So, honestly, nothing to get off my chest besides this PMS, PMDD, PMDD situation. Whenever I say PMDD, it reminds me of a singer. There's a singer called I Am DD. I Am DD? I Am DB? Ah, 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 look at me trying to look, trying to sound cool and hip, and I don't even know the name of the person. Let's just let that one go, man. Let's just leave that one. But yes, nothing to get off my chest, to be honest. Life's, life's fine. Life's fine. And you know what? It's a new mentality I've got as well. What have I got to complain about, really? Even if I've got something to complain about and I'm complaining about it, what's changing? What is changing? But obviously, obviously, let me be real. Sometimes we all just need to vent. We all just need to vent. But I've got nothing to vent about um, today. I do, however, have an embarrassing if I didn't laugh at cry story. So, to set the scenes, I was, I was in my teens. So I, was, I don't remember exactly what age, but I'm thinking about 17, 16, 17. Um, and I had this friend of mine who had a cousin who was like, the cousin was more like an acquaintance type of friendship. You get me? Um, we tried to be friends at one point, but then I just think that I'm a different type of girl to the type of girl she was. She was active. You know what I mean? She wanted to do things all the time. The cousin now not my the one i considered my friend um she wanted to do things all the time and i just wasn't really into that you get me because i'm more of a homebody but then the friend of mine she was active sometimes and sometimes she was at home so there was like a good balance yeah because sometimes i want to be active um anyway and by active i mean like going out clubbing you know parties even though i wasn't going clubbing at 17 because that would mean i was going clubbing underage so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah parties etc if there's another definition for active that's not the one i mean okay that's not the one i mean so one time you know her cousin gets this idea of like oh let's go to such a place i don't remember where but such a place and you know let's just go to the beach cool i'm into it i'll go it's all good and she had just gotten a new car as well that was a convertible fine let's go the weather wasn't amazing this day and this is my relaxed hair era if you know me and you know me intimately then you know for a fact that i've got thin hair my hair is thin yeah so relaxing it make gives me like two strands you know how like they draw um bold people to like certain drawing style where they put like two little lines to demonstrate somebody is losing their hair or they're bald yeah yeah that's that's basically me with my hair relaxed so me and this friend of mine and her cousin would get in the car and i was sitting at the back you know that's her cousin she's gonna be in the front seat i'm sitting at the back and or maybe did she have did we have another passenger in the car? Like a boy. And then me and my friend were in the back. Oh, I don't remember. Either way, the convertible is converting. You know, the convertible has been converted. So we're driving down the M-way. Good night, baby. I love you so much. 
I'm just recording my podcast. Can I have a hug? Yeah. Did you have a good day? Yeah. What do you want to say to people? Do you want to say something? Say good night, everybody. Listen to Manti Towers podcast all the time. Otherwise, you're fake. <laughs> bye bye. No. Don't you just laugh, bro. <laughs> say hey. Tune in. Hey, tune in. That's the one. Thank you. They'll tune in now. Thank you so much. Good night. Shut the door then. Bye. That was my niece. <laughs> oh, that was my niece saying goodbye. But you're welcome. Cuteness overload. Anyway, so the convertible is converting. You know what I mean? We're, we're bombing it down the M-way. Um, and it's so windy. It wasn't even a hot day. It wasn't even a hot day for this convertible to, for the roof to be down. Um, and you know what? Now that I remember it, it was just one of the longest day of my longest days of my life. Whenever I did a mission with the two of them, guaranteed, it's just going to be long. I don't know why I ever agreed to it, but then I stopped agreeing at some point because again, it was just long. The day seemed like it was never ending i'm telling you that right now so we're driving we stop at the shops to get this to get that we're still driving to go to the beach i don't even know where we went to the beach i think we went to the beach in the maldives mate because it took that long um so my friend now is recording us in the car because obviously we're standing like look at us we're in a convertible um we're basically like famous <laughs> And she's recording this, and my hair is in that wind, mate. My hair is in that where you can see scalp because of how thin my hair is. Have you ever seen a chicken in the wind, their tail feathers, like the back, whereby you can see the bamble and everything, and they'll, their feathers are just blowing in the wind and their bamble is on show? If you've never seen it, Google it, right? I can't promise you what's going to come up is, eh? English is not English. And do you know what? It's this PMDD. So I'm not even going to try and attempt it. And I'm not even going to edit this out. You get me? So I'm just going to swiftly move on. So my hair is just doing a madness. These three strands of hair is all over the gaffer. Right? You know what? I wish, I wish I had the confidence and the boldness to do the hairstyles that I can do or I want to do now just to just do it. Because, yo... I should have just gelled all of it down. Did like some, what's it called, finger waves or whatever it is. That would have been so cool. But yeah, now that's not the embarrassing part. The embarrassing part is my friend was posting these things. I think she posted it on her Instagram or something like that. Or posted it somewhere or sent it to somebody. Like a boy she was dating at the time or whatever. And then me... And the boy she was dating and his best friend link up. And then they see me and they start talking about it. But you know, like when they're talking about it and you don't know what their private joke is, but then you hear something that make you go all raw. So they're busy talking about it as a him and the um, her man and the friend. They're talking about it. And I'm thinking, what are they laughing at? Like, what is this about? And then they start doing the hair, waving in the wind and that, and, like, doing the gestures that I was doing. Oh, my days. Oh, my days. <laughs> As a teenager, 
I am mortified. As a teenager, I want to shave all my hair off to be like, now what are you going to make fun of? Now what? You're probably going to make fun of my bald head. But as a teenager, I'm thinking I should have snapped her neck for recording that video. For recording me, fam. But then, do you know what? At that time, I didn't even think I looked that bad. I thought I looked, I thought I looked bad. Yeah? As in, like, a bad beat. I didn't think I looked bad, like, terrible. And I think I had hot pink lipstick on. Because this is the time. These are the times when I was... I was an Avon rep. Well, I tried to be an Avon rep, and I think I did it for like a month, and I came up. <laughs> that's a whole different story. <laughs> but yeah, that's my embarrassing if I didn't laugh or cry story. I can't believe it. Well, I can't believe it. I don't know what I'm talking about, but yeah. So, let's get into the questions. Um... I've only got two questions this week. So again, it's going to be quite a a little bit of a short um, episode. So, I think I've been lied to my whole life. I'm sorry, but I just need to vent. I feel so many convictions that I'm doing something bad and I feel scared, nervous and anxious. After praying to to the rosary, for some reason, I'm shaky. This has never happened to me before. I'm starting to think it's idolatry. Mm. We are supposed to meditating to be meditating on christ's crucifixion but then the guy starts saying something mystery the assumption of our mother mary to heaven wouldn't the bible have some context to this because it sounds like it's very important role it should be in the bible another thing is that we started needing to meditate on mary getting crowned in heaven and on earth how do we know she got crowned i am I also am skeptical on calling her merciful. I feel like that belongs to God alone. How do we know she is queen? Did someone die and go to heaven and see Jesus crowning Mary? Wouldn't the Bible say? I feel so stupid for falling back into Catholicism. I can't believe I'm discerning the priesthood. Um, I would be doing a dishonor to Jesus. Discerning. I don't know what this is supposed to mean, but... Uh, this person if this person is feeling guilty like they're doing a dishonor to the priesthood um wait i can't believe i'm discerning the priesthood i would be doing a dishonor to jesus what do i do i don't understand i feel betrayed and i feel like i should not pray to anyone who is in christ but at the same time i'm scared because i remember a few months ago i woke up with a sore throat and a body ache so i asked mary to bring my prayers to jesus so i can get better the next day and i promised if i woke up with symptoms i would pray six rosaries i woke up to no symptoms the next day um well little to no symptoms i didn't feel sick at all i just feel like i had severe allergies but the point is i got better and i don't know if denying her intercession is a sin um you've been lied to Okay, I have spoken a little bit about Catholicism before on here, but you have utterly been lied to. There is no intercessor in heaven besides God. No other intercessor, sorry, not God, besides Jesus, who is God. So I didn't actually say anything wrong there. But there is no intercessor who is in heaven besides Jesus Christ. You get me? Um. And I'll I'll tell you why I'm saying this, just in case I've got Catholics hearing and um, and listening. I'll tell you why I'm saying this. 
This is taken from Hebrews chapter 8, verse 1 um, onwards. I'll just say from verse 1 up until verse 6. Now, this is the main point of the things which we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty of heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which is which the Lord erected and not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to offer, as in Jesus, right? This is the this one it's talking about. For if he were on earth, he would not be a priest, since there are priests who offer gifts according to the law, who serve the copy and shadow of heavenly things. As Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle, for he said, see that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry, inasmuch as he is also our mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. Listen, people. Listen, people. Do not be praying to rosaries. You pray straight to heaven. Do not be going to confessionals and telling another human being your sins. By the way, you pray straight to God. You get me? You pray straight to your heavenly father because you've got a mediator. You've got an intercessor. There is somebody already standing between you and the father, and that's Jesus. Who is Mary compared to Jesus? She birthed Jesus. She birthed the son of God. The glory is in the son that she birthed, not in Mary herself. The miracle of the birth itself, the miracle of the, uh, of the pregnancy. That's nothing to do with Mary. Why would she be crowned queen? Where in the Bible does it say worship Mary? She died just like the rest of us are going to die and rot. She's waiting for the second coming of Jesus. She's going to see her son in glory coming as a king of king and lord of lords. And we are here on earth praying to Mary to, inter to be an intercessor. When the Bible tells us we've already got a mediator, which is Jesus Christ. That's why he was on earth. To live the lives that we live, to, to, to get it basically. So that he can plead on our behalf. So that he can talk to the father on our behalf. So he can say, Father, I know what they go through. I know it. Be patient with them. Be patient with her. So he can say that. What a rosary. And I'm not being funny or anything. I've been sick before and I've gone to sleep without praying and I've woken up feeling much better. Something an overnight night's rest can do to the body. You get me? Right? Nothing to do with Mary. Okay? And I don't say this by my own authority. I say the authority of the Bible. You've just heard me. You've just heard me reading something that I didn't come up with myself. Reading something that I didn't make up. Those are the words of God. You get me? Let me read you something else. Um, no, I think I already read it in the last, um, in our last, in the last episode. Basically, Jesus was clear on it. 
right? That if you believe in me, you know what I mean? Like you, I, if you ask in my name, I will give it to you so that the father can be glorified through the son. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. So the Father can be glorified through the Son. Why? Because when you ask, Jesus is interceding. Jesus is perfecting your prayers you know where you can go god give me this and oh this 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 he's he's putting that in a way that's presentable to god because he knows what you mean he knows your heart he knows how to present that in the hmm. <laughs> so you know what it takes time i think it takes time but as I've read time and time again, it's high time we wake up out of sleep for our salvation is much sooner than we first believed. It's much sooner than we first believed. Do not pray to idols. Do not pray to statues. Do not pray to rosaries, right? Do not rock back and forth praying one rosary, two rosary, just praying to these beads. Pray to your living God who is in heaven, who hears you. Pray to the one who knows your waking thoughts, who knows you're your, your waking up and you're going to sleep, who knows you. Pray to the one you can't hide from. And I read something that was interesting. It was talking about the plagues of Egypt and how each plague was basically, I don't know if I've already said this, forgive me if I have, but how each plague was basically targeting the gods of the Egyptians at the time. So he went after, you know, they had the plague of the frogs and it was going after a certain god who had a frog shape or frog head and it was meant to mean X, Y, and Z who had control over the animals or something like that. And I just thought that's really powerful and really interesting. You know, it's powerful and it's really interesting because even if you look at the story of um, Elijah, right? Elijah on Mount, Mount um, Carmel, when he caused the false prophets of, you know, of the time, um, Jezebel's prophets, um, and he's basically saying, pray to your God, like, you know, let's both do sacrifices. You do yours. If your God is the true God, fire will come down from heaven and consume your sacrifice. So they're like, boom, let's do it. You know? So they start, they start, and Elijah starts like, I would say taunting them a little bit. Like, maybe he can't hear you. Maybe you need to do X, Y, and Z for your God to hear you. So they actually do it. Um, and the whole day basically goes by and nothing happens. And Elijah's turn comes and Elijah's like, pour water on this buckets of water pour it on my sacrifice to even prove that his god is even mighty and they all do it and he he prays to the god of heaven 
you know, and he asked the God of heaven to consume this sacrifice and fire came from heaven, whoosh, consumed it, nothing left. And they were like, whoa. And then that day, that's when people were like, ah, your God is a true God. Yo, they had bear gods, the sun God. They implored their gods to do their thing and their God did nothing. Silence. If it truly was to come down to it, between your God and your rosary, and your Mary God, your idol Mary, who is your intercessor apparently between God and you, even though the Bible tells us we've got a high priest who's a mediator. I'm telling you right now, your God would be silent. Mary would be silent because the living God is the, is the God of gods. All your idols, yeah, all the gods that exist on this world that people want to believe in, every single one of them, from every single religion is no match to the God of heaven. And the God of heaven doesn't belong to a religion per se. It belongs to a group of people who believe in the God of heaven. Okay? Okay. So I hope I've offended nobody as per usual. And if I've offended you, your quarrel is not with me. It's with God. <laughs> Take it to the Lord in prayer. Seek God because it's not with me, Hans. It's not with me. My fiance and I are from different churches. He wants to get married in his church, but I'm not totally happy about it because I want it in mine. My fiance told me that I don't have a say in this because the woman needs to follow the man. What should I do about this? Okay. What? should i do about this well let me read this and hopefully it can clarify and help let me read from colossians 3 verse 18 and 19 wives submit to your own husbands as is fitting in the lord husbands love your wives and do not be bitter toward them and in ephesians 5 verse 22 it says, okay, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is ahead of, uh, the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be subject to their own husbands in everything. Right? Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might, be, he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having a spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands, you, so, so husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason, paying attention, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband listen 
if a man is saying this is what I want to happen and there is no other option besides what I say because a woman needs to follow the man first of all that's wrong you know nowhere in the bible does it say that in fact even in Genesis it says that in Genesis um when Adam and Eve were created chapter 2 verse 24 says therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to the wife and they shall become one flesh basically in Ephesians 5 verse 22 it's basically saying the same thing it's repeating what it was said in the garden of Eden there is no need for a man to say this is what we're doing and that's the law and that's what's happening there's no need to that and you my wife should submit to me because actually these verses can be read interchangeably right if a woman submits to her husband the husband needs to love the woman if the man loves the woman the wife should naturally be submissive i don't know if i'm making sense basically in both aspects for the relationship and the marriage to work out they both need to exist If it's instructing a man to love the wife as he loves himself, as Christ loves the church, it's putting so much responsibility on that, all right? (laughs) And the thing is, it's put the responsibility of love, loving the church, because Christ loved the church and gave his own life on the husband. That's a big responsibility. It's It's not a small undertaking, You know what I mean? And wives must be submissive to their own husbands. However, submission isn't being controlled. It shouldn't be somebody going, this is what's happening. Whatever happened to conversation, whatever happened to the husband saying, let's have a conversation. This is where I was thinking of getting married. How about you? Because we don't go to the same church. Rare, rare, rare. And then you find a compromise because neither of you are going to be happy if one does this and the other does that, unless somebody decides, you know what, it's all good, and to back down from their own opinion and thought. You get what I'm saying? But to say that the woman needs to follow the man, it's not biblical. It's not biblical. What is biblical, I would say, is what it says in Genesis, um, in Genesis, when God was creating um, a helpmate for Eve, for Eve, for Adam, <laughs> it says, um, this is 2 verse 18, and the Lord said, the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. You know what I mean? He didn't say I'll make him a helper, full stop. I would make him a submissive wife. I would make him a follower. I would make him a, no, it says I'll make him a helper comparable to him, somebody who is in equal footing to him, but who's there to be his helper. However, let's not get it twisted again, because further down, I've just read it, it says, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. You know what I mean? So there isn't a, ah, you're a woman, therefore you need to do what a man says or whatever it is. The man is the one who actually needs to show the humility, to show the love in such a degree where he leaves his mother and father and is cleaved to his wife. So I don't know y'all's relationship. However, as well, another thing to touch on is belonging to, 
belonging to different churches and different religions and things like that is is a problem that comes up in relationships. The Bible says, be not unequally yoked with non-believers. Now, somebody will go, what's wrong with the key word is non-believers there. They're both believers. But at the end of the day, if I'm a Christian and I believe in um and or i miss how i'm a seventh-day adventist and somebody else is also a christian but they're presbyterian our beliefs are gonna clash somewhere we're gonna differ you know what i mean the way we see we view the world the way we understand the world the way we understand the bible god etc is going to differ just because we both stand under the christian umbrella doesn't mean we believe in the same thing doesn't mean we believe in the same doctrines you understand so and you know what i feel like the verse be not unequally yoked with non-believers is so wide in the way or in in the interpretation or the definition of what a non-believer is you get what i'm saying that you can just be unequally yoked with people who are even christian you know, me and SDA have dating a moment before. We don't believe in the same thing. We were not going to be cleared. Our kids were going to massively suffer. And this is a situation that's presenting before you even get married. How about when you do get married? How about when you have kids? It's going to be an even bigger battle of, I want the kids to go to my church. And in fact, you should be coming to my church because you're my wife and you should be following. And the Bible says, wives should submit to their husbands. They always forget. The men always forget that the verse says, husbands, love your wives. You know, do not be bitter towards that. You know know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I know you guys are feeling me. I know you guys are feeling me, but the issue is um, because of the consequences of sin, like the state of humanity is just a little bit warped. It's so upside down because these things are written in the Bible, but we take, we, we how can I say it? I've, I've honestly, I'm getting brain fog. It's, we're basically, yo, I'm standing like that, stormsy me. Yeah, see what happened yet. So basically the thing basically like so what had happened? <laughs> um we basically not take it for granted, but like ah the word is gone. It is gone. It's gone. It's really gone. But yeah, I would say to this individual, um, and anyone else who's going through something similar, um it's worth having a conversation and I don't know if people tend to have um, are we compatible kind of conversations or maybe you just become really comfortable in your relationships and you just plod along and you just think well I've been loving them for x amount for x length and therefore you know it works but I feel like it's important to analyze relationships and to say are we actually compatible it's things that I didn't do in my past or if I did do it I just chose to ignore the red flags because (laughs) I love him (laughs) but I know him you know but the truth of the matter is, if if these things are coming up now, this will always come up. If this is how he deals with differences and problems that, you know, you don't share the same thoughts and feelings in, 
this will always be his strategy of well because I said so or because I'm your I'm your husband because you're meant to follow me like it's quite it's not good you know what I'm saying it's always worth the conversations um and also really take a look at your relationship and say can this truly work with the kind of like different churches that we go to you're basically living two different lives you're not sharing your life together and that's not necessarily becoming one flesh you know I'm not saying you've got to be the same of the same mind and opinion but you've got to share the same values otherwise how do you fortify your household um, and how do you strengthen your kids how do you teach your kids and raise your kids up when you're teaching them different things. And I'm a living living example of this. It's tough. It's really tough. You think, oh, one day it's going to get easier. And it doesn't. The only time it gets easier is if somebody, if the person is willing to understand what you believe and your train of thought, especially if they're like this. I'm not saying every single person has this mentality of, well, you're the woman, so you should follow me. But for the most part, when you're coming from two different worlds and beliefs, someone is going to be the one who's forceful. Women can also be the forceful ones. Women can also be the controlling ones. So I'm just saying, analyze, observe, conclude the rest. But yeah, so... I hope uh, you guys have enjoyed listening to this episode. I am so sorry that I've been having so much brain fog. It's part of the PMDD job. It's part of the job description that I didn't sign up for, but here we are. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. So, let me leave us with a quote, a cheeky little quote. You know what I mean? Cheeky little quotation. Oh, maybe I shouldn't even call it a quote, but let me leave us with something. He who loves his wife loves himself. Wah, wah, wah. I'm sorry the episode is over, but please tune in next week for another exciting journey. Goodbye, goodbye, bye, bye, bye. Have good vibes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 